and welcome to Southern Fried Spooky, the podcast home of all things Southern Fried, and this week, musical. Springtime for Hitler. Not sorry. that musical. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I'm your Carolina girl who's a little bit horrified, but that's okay. And I'm your Florida man who obviously loves the producers. Indeed. It's a good one. <laughs> and as always, while we're here, we'll pitch ourselves to Invite you up onto our digital porch, that is to say, the Facebook page, Instagram, Patreon. All of the above. You can find us listed as Southern Fried Spooky. Indeed. So what are we doing this week? This week, we're doing all kinds of weird stuff. We're debuting a new song that was written just for us. Yes. A dear friend of ours who is also on here with us. Yep. Is a musician, sewist, I think is the word she uses, artist yeah. and singer. She was in a band until she had to move away. Um, we're going to be introducing Nitty Kitty, who is here to talk to us. Um, and she's streaming. Which means we're of- recording yes. while she's streaming. <laughs> she's streaming while we're recording of our episode on her Twitch, just to make things confusing. And, yeah. and we will link the Twitch as well. Oh, thank you. So about a year ago, we kind of had this idea. I mean, we've been using since we started the podcast, this, I mean, some cool music that you found. Yeah, it's, called, it's called Across the Prairie. It was and just, I do yeah. like it. And it was appropriate, but we thought it would be neat to have something created for us, but that yeah. is a little beyond our abilities. Enter Miss Kitty. I probably shouldn't call her that. That sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> so the idea was that we would use it whenever we got to YouTube, but we also kind of want to use it for the podcast Mm -hmm. so kitty would be in contact periodically to share what she composed and if we like the tone of it which of course we did always she's an artist that has some disabling illnesses that keep her from doing things as quickly as she'd like but we're not exactly in a rush so she's taken her time and has created something super cool yes and as she put it because she's extra she wrote lyrics and sang them for us (laughs) and we decided that our coming back from vacation episode would be a mini-sode where we'll debut the music and have a little chat with her and play the song yeah how does that sound with everybody your viewers or your listeners can't respond oh no 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 they they cannot (laughs) mine can yeah okay us well and they will write to me occasionally so, are we ready to go with question time? Sure, let's do some questions. I'm ready when you are. I am so excited to have you here. By the way, we do have a a like a list of the lyrics here, and just oh, reading great. Them, uh, just reading them, they are amazing. By the way, thank you because they are us. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I was aiming for. Yeah, but they're very evocative, very cool, very well southern, well writ. For this adorable Canadian girl. (laughs) (laughs) Canadian-American now. Yeah, Canadian-American, that's that's right. Which is how we get the A and y'all in the same sentence, which I adore. (laughs) Yeah, I I really tried my hardest not to use either for most of my life. And then a few years ago, (laughs) I was like, look, I'm just going to lean into both. But use them in the same sentence as often as possible just to confuse people. Well, I think it's awesome. Okay, so the first time I heard her say this, she said, how are y'all doing, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and that blew my mind. It was almost like hearing her curse for the first time. It was like, <laughs> whoa! So, okay, yeah. first technical question. 
How do you start the process of writing a song and composing music? I know, as we mentioned, you've, you've been in a band, you've done this before, and I know how I write scripts and, and things, but I've never written a song. So what comes first? How does it start for you? It's different every time. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So sometimes I am gifted by the gods of like a song in completion. I hear all the instruments. I know the Ooh. lyrics. I sit down and like record it so I remember it. Sometimes it's a much more tedious process. And I have like a piece of a song that kind of comes to me. And then I have to sit down and try a whole bunch of things out and figure out what what I like the sound of, what doesn't work. And then most of the time, it's somewhere in between. Usually I have a hook that comes to me first. Um, when I was in the band in, in Columbia, I was known for coming up with a hook of a song and then just sort of handing it to my bandmates and be like, figure <laughs> it out. Congratulations. They'd be like, oh, I started you. something for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at starting it, but y'all got to finish it. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is, uh, I do miss that. I, uh, I think I'm still getting back into the swing of writing music completely on my own Ooh. um because I got I got used to having other people to lean on having other people to play music with it's so different right solo performing versus um performing with other people and writing oh, with yeah. other people so your song was somewhere kind of in between I actually had this lick on the mandolin that I'd had in my head for a while and then when Tony approached me and was like, hey, we need an intro song. Would you be interested in writing something for us? I was like, this is what that's for. Like, immediately, I, I knew. And then I was like, well, if this is going to be a spooky song, it definitely needs some weird accordion in the background. <laughs> which I had a couple of Twitch streams where I um I practiced the accordion part because I needed to get the timing as good as possible before I tried to record it. And so there was an entire, like, bless my viewers. Like, <laughs> and this is one of the streams where I figured out, like, people really do come just to, like, talk and hang out more than they do based on what you're doing because it, it was just, like, background chords, right? And people straight up sat and watched me practice this accordion part for three hours. Just the same thing. Like, this cannot be good for y'all. But we, you know, there was a running gag about like, what would it be like to wander into a forest and hear this just like random accordion playing and how perfect that would be. And like, you know, the, I guess the... it's better than walking into some forest and hearing dueling banjos playing. <laughs> Someday we'll be able to talk about the ghost of Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Just just all kinds of different horror movie foreshadowing, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. so accordions are underused in that that capacity. <laughs> oh, they're so versatile, and, right? And, and and this theme song, which I assume you're going to be playing for your for your, yes. your cultures fairly soon. Um, This song has that. I didn't know an accordion could be creepy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Accordions lend themselves 
to essentially two things in my mind, right? But well, okay, maybe three, maybe three. <laughs> so you've got your your circus, which like yeah. If it's if it's circus, then it just there's there's a little to the left, and then it's creepy, right? Like yeah, <laughs> it's not that far. You you go from like fun and exciting vibes to creepy very quickly when it's you know. So yeah, like yeah. You've, got, you've got your circus vibes, you've got your uh oh no, it's creepy now vibes, and then <laughs> like somehow also romantic vibes. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, because of like that whole Parisian background yeah. music. I don't know. When I hear accordion, the first thing I think of is pirate. Oh yeah, no, that tracks Interesting. too. Pirate well, like concertina. Yeah. Am I the yeah. only one who thinks it's only meant for polka? Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> polka, polka. See, the accordion is a wildly versatile instrument. It really <laughs> is. It really is. And and I think you you like cemented that in. It was like I, the first time I heard it, I was like, "Oh my god, I've never been scared." What? Okay, this is this is different. Like I am suddenly feeling on edge because of an accordion. But you were very excited about it. You oh, like yeah. came in barreling into the, whatever room I was in. Is like you must hear what Panda did. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, like, all right, great. yes, right now, very okay, good, and that's it was great. very awesome. <laughs> and it just kept getting better every time. Oh yeah, I sent you guys so many renditions because, again, because I'm relearning how to record music right now. I haven't done that since I was probably. 16 or 17 oh wow I'm, I'm 32 now so it's been a minute oh, um yeah. and I only started learning the accordion maybe a year ago so I feel like I'm still getting it I'm still getting my footing right like I joke that I play mandolin I sing and I mess around on the accordion and keyboard like I'm, I'm just messing around I don't know what I'm doing yet <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so I, for your song, I had the mandolin in my head, and then the accordion, I messed around with that until something sounded the way I want it to, and the lyrics were sort of split. I think the first verse just sort of materialized, and the next couple I had to, like, sometimes I have to sit down and write lists of words that rhyme, or, like, just write down different words, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> literally like sitting down with a dictionary or a, a thesaurus sometimes wow okay manatee. i need a rhyme for manatee <laughs> <laughs> so what word rhymes with parisian i'm curious oh i'm gonna have to marinate on that one <laughs> so are you ever f- satisfied with your end result or do you just reach a place of well are you, do you get to a point where I'm like, ooh, it is now complete? Or do you just have to put it down and stop messing with it? I imagine it's sort of like when I actually draw. It's like, I can continue drawing on this one piece, but I have to push it aside. Yeah, <laughs> and I have a short story. I've been writing and rewriting and rewriting and editing for like five years now, just because it's still on my computer. Yeah. But I'm asking her. <laughs> I mean, it's the same with every medium, right? Like, you are your own worst critic. Absolutely. And I think it's particularly hard sometimes because I can hear what I want in my head, but my skills aren't always where I need them to be to get the sound that I want. So, and and that's the beautiful thing about any art, right? That's your motivation to keep practicing, to keep working harder, to get it where you want it to be. But like, as far as songs go, 
I mean, I definitely, for most of them, hit a point where I'm like, this is finished now. Like, I won't be adding on or changing it. But every song is different. Some songs, it takes me years to feel like it's done. Yeah, I get that. There's a couple that I like, I don't know, started writing as a teenager that I still feel like I'm messing around with. And then there's some that I sit down and write in an afternoon. And I'm like, this this just like was birthed, fully formed. <laughs> it was, it's done. Oh, yeah. It's like almost given to you by divine intervention. Yeah. Yeah. You, you hear a lot of artists and musicians talk about that. And I've been blessed with that a couple of times that I sit down in an afternoon and I'm like, that just was a whole song that happened. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> you're, you're just sitting there one moment and the next moment you're like, oh, and it's like the muse has descended from the heavens and kicked you directly in the face. And you're like, oh, okay, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but, but thanks for that. That's actually a good analogy because when that happens, like everything else in the day stops, right? Like you, you're like, this isn't important anymore. I have to sit down and write this song down right now. Or, or the divine being that gifted it to me will run away (laughs) but sooner or later your partner comes in and is like are you gonna eat today (laughs) yeah mandy is really good at that you know it's been eight hours and you're still writing right like do you (laughs) want me to make you anything (laughs) which does bring us to do you find in songwriting or any of the multitude of art that you participate in do you have just day-to-day challenges with them do you find oh for sure um i think it's really interesting disability and art is so intertwined for me so like in a lot of ways i started recording music at home when i was 13 14 i had a year that i was unable to leave my house because of my chronic illnesses and so that's that's when i started recording because I wanted a way to be creative and I wanted a way to share that with other people, but I couldn't leave my house at the time. So it's, for me, it's always been intertwined. And I don't know that without that challenge, I would have had the time to learn how to do that and to have the time to write the music that I wrote when I was that age. It's the same with sewing. I started working at Carolina Renaissance Festival at 15 because I wanted a way to like slow reintroduce into the world. I wasn't ready to do school on a regular basis. I couldn't really commit to anything that required a definitive commitment, but that was something I was excited about. It was outside. So it was less of a, one of my chronic illnesses is chemical intolerance. So I have trouble with cleaning products, with perfumes. When I come into contact with those things and it shifts over time for me, sometimes it can be completely debilitating. I get debilitating brain fog, headaches. So Renaissance Festival. Panda is one of the reasons why I quit smoking. Yeah, yeah. Cigarette smoke is a big one for me. Yeah, I, like, I have trouble I breathing. I quit around. smoking because I wanted to be able to spend more time around you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's... it's sweet. So Carolina Renaissance Festival was like my first foray back into the world in a way that I didn't have to like feel like I was disappointing anyone if I couldn't show up. And I started sewing because I had to make myself a costume. And 
when I made myself a costume, I realized, oh my gosh, I love this. I want to do more of this. And then originally I started on the acting side of theater, but the more I had trouble with stage performance, the more I realized like, oh, the lights affect me negatively. The adrenaline affects me negatively. I was like, well, I can still do theater from backstage. I can make costumes. Yeah, Coco's behind you. Yeah. Like, Let's open the door. She, she, yeah, so Coco's bumping the door. That's her way of saying like, I'd like to go out now. Sorry, bud, you're you're trapped in here for now. <laughs> She's like, what? Oh. <laughs> so and that's actually the perfect reminder Coco's helped me a lot too Coco's my service dog yeah I was about to say for those of you who are listening to on the podcast Coco is actually Panda's service dog service beast (laughs) service (laughs) service enormous puppers service goof she's a goofy girl yeah so yeah I've, I've definitely had a lot of challenges to performance you can hear her on percussion in the background there. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Coco. No. One of her services. Yeah, one of her services. I I volunteered at um Girls Rock a couple of years ago, and it was Coco Bean's first, like, event out in the world. Oh, dear. And so we had... Start with it, the loudest yeah. thing possible. <laughs> <laughs> right? It, it was quite an introduction to, like, formal public access. Um. <laughs> But she did great. We we got her mutt muffs, so she has like headphones that she wears <laughs> around loud, loud stuff. And um, mm-hmm. Girls Rock is an amazing organization. If you haven't heard of them, you should totally check them out. They I remember do... that it was hosted at the college I work at for a number of years, and oh, I think it yeah. must have moved. But yeah, I remember it being there. And the poor admin who was in that one building, she's like, "It's quiet all summer except for this week." <laughs> drums in every room (laughs) they get pretty loud so we they have a huge focus on inclusion and so they had a whole meeting with me to make sure that like Coco and I had what we needed to be able to participate as much as possible that we felt supported and so I they were great but of course I was really nervous about it and very much like what do you guys need from me and then at the end one of the um one of the people that organizes girls rock was like okay so I have one last question for you does Coco play any instruments (laughs) I was like well she does play the squeaky bananas (laughs) she's great on a bass right (laughs) yeah so anyway (laughs) <laughs> we we went way down a uh, tangent but um well, yeah then. there's there's been a lot of challenges but in a lot of ways that's introduced me to mediums I don't think I would have explored otherwise and it's given me opportunities to explore creative ventures that I might have considered but I don't know for sure right like we only know the reality that we live in yeah, um, and I think if, a lot of people sort of went down that path when the COVID lockdown when COVID, happened. When, yes. when everyone else had to just sort of sit there twiddling their thumbs going, well, what else am I going to do? Right? Everybody got a webcam and a mic. Everyone started a podcast and a Twitch stream. Right? <laughs> we yeah. waited, but you know. Yeah, yeah. I started around stream. that time. I did not know I was so good at macrame. <laughs> <laughs> 
everybody... was thinking it's very Frida Kahlo of you. Just the, well, let's make the most of this. And indeed you have. She was an amazing disability activist. I like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I could talk about her for a hot minute, but I won't get on that <laughs> tangent. She oh, was sorry, sorry. She... <laughs> I know you're a fond admirer of hers. <laughs> oh yeah. She had so many challenges and I think so many people don't realize that, but if you really explore her body of work, a lot of her paintings were about the medical trauma she had. Yeah. Uh, which is, it's horrifying and graphic and validating unfortunately (laughs) yeah well have you found in addition to your work reflecting well the time you have do do you kind of use it as therapy do you find any of your disabilities come through in a way oh for sure for sure um I mean disability is a huge part of my experience so I can't help (laughs) Yeah, I I can't help but put that into my work. Oh, and I should also say, I I started streaming on Twitch because I wanted to perform, but I couldn't do that anymore. Like, I was with a band in Columbia, and I slowly started to find that the adrenaline affected my body so much that, like... I, the next couple days I had a huge drop off. There were like big consequences and I love performing, but like the combination of lugging gear back and forth to a venue and then coming off that huge kick of adrenaline you get from live performance, it just, it was too hard on my body. It wasn't sustainable. So I started first an Instagram of just like different disability awareness, activism. I don't know if I would call it activism, but disability representation and art and all kinds of stuff. And then eventually I started streaming on Twitch to get that, like, I don't know if I think you're an artist. If you're an artist, I think you have to art in some way, right? Like it's a, it's a critical part of your being. And so, yeah, of course. I mean, I, I think more and more I write more songs about disability and that experience. Although I don't know that I've finished any of them. (laughs) Also, Twitch helped us, you know, get in contact with you and see you when we live 13 hours away. Yes, 13. Not now, but... Not now, but when I was in Florida, it would have taken 13 hours to get to where you were living. Okay, yes. I was like, you're not that far away. Current, yes, yes, yes. When you, okay, I got you. I got you. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there was an incident where I was kind of upset and was going to come and see you, and I did the math, and it would have taken me twelve and a half hours on the back oh. of a Harley to get there. Oh. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a ways closer now and yeah, we've yeah. been able to catch up and the cool thing is at least in this part is that we've wanted to have you on the podcast for a while but couldn't yeah. figure out a good way to do it yeah let's face it let's face it you're not the creepiest of persons well, she is <laughs> an adorable sort of way she's you know got this sort of wholesome cute slight adam's family twinge to her that i do enjoy She's like the Marilyn to our monsters. I was about to say, it's so funny because I I was really goth as a teenager and I still carry that in my heart, right? Like 
a, a just like gleeful little darkness. But yes, absolutely. I think outwardly my vibe has changed. So yeah, a, l- a little bit Marilyn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you still have like the little skull fascinator that you wear sometimes you have some creepy elements and we've covered a lot of alternative things but i remembered you know we were thinking about well how do we cover art and disability and not make it sound like well this is an alternative yeah yeah we don't we don't want or we don't want art and disability to be considered alternative because it's just real it's just real it's a natural part of the human existence and i think more and more disability advocates are are really pushing that yeah, it's a natural so part this of... This was our catch. This was our way. Like, do art for us and we'll have you on because you're yes. the artist. <laughs> because you're the artist. And that's the way it should be. So is Kitty going to play for us? Oh, yeah. Kitty, are you going to play oh, this one yeah. for us? Well, okay. So I can't actually play all the instruments live at once. But well, okay, so I, have it recorded. I was looking forward to that. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, you broke our hearts. You broke our hearts. It's over. Someday Go, I'm the actually We're done. <laughs> working on a way to do that. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's my next level like but yes i Extra have the song <laughs> coco bean the neighborhood watch is uh is telling me about some things happening in the window she's uh. like there's a man i don't know if he's on the list <laughs> <laughs> okay i think she's done yeah so let's debut this song i'm super excited thank you for giving me this opportunity and for having me on your podcast i really appreciate it podcast listeners we are watching on the screen as she has this tremendous satisfied grin on her face (laughs) it is so good it's growing on me it's funny this is one of those songs that i oh my gosh i spent months trying to record what was in my head and i oh so close 
so close. Tony and Heather have told me that um, I can keep working on it yeah. and send them new versions. Which yep. This might be one of those songs that I just work on for years. <laughs> well, sometimes... that's fine. Like, I'd love to do... <laughs> Um, maybe get Galen on the violin sometime. I, I kind of, every time I hear it, I'm like, I want to sing it with you. <laughs> you know, who knows what we'll do with it, but it's amazing and it fits our tone so perfectly. I'd like to shoot a music video where you two are like doing the singing and everything. And I'm just like on an old porch with a mint julep, just rocking. <laughs> <laughs> I think it should so be in the graveyard with a shovel, just kind of looking meaningfully at the yeah. camera. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Just like give it like an art house vibe. Oh, that would be that would be fun to do a music video at some point. Y'all have to come up here and do it in the mountains. Indeed, we could live with that. Yeah. Or, or I could see it in Colombia too. Yeah, if you ever come down for another visit. Yeah, yeah. Also, bonus points if anybody can name every sound effect that I used in that. I wanted to ask you: Did you do all the foley for that as well? I did. Awesome. I, I had a day that I just ran around our apartment and picked random things up and like <laughs> <laughs> both the dogs and the cat were looking at me like what is wrong with you <laughs> like some of it I guess was you know like I I well I give it away if anyone wants to guess but like there were a bunch of things I didn't use so at one point I like picked up my self-healing mat and just shook it until it sounded like thunder and I ended up <laughs> messing with that a whole lot and I was like mm, no it doesn't fit I don't think I'm gonna use that but yeah some of it was normal stuff some of it was like creaking the door back and forth <laughs> until it's oh, yeah. perfect the which is which is awesome <laughs> yeah yeah which we hear randomly in this house anyway so right. yeah <laughs> yeah our house is also slightly haunted yeah like I mean weird stuff happens like i will smell cigarette i haven't touched a cigarette in almost three years and i will smell cigarette like, where is that coming from yeah yeah galen's mentioned that that he'll be just like sitting in a room and suddenly be like <laughs> yeah like where what? is that coming from yeah yeah he doesn't like visiting us very often it's because <laughs> just a little too haunted yeah i mean they're not mean just kind of here just ever present (laughs) yeah which brings me we usually ask this of have you ever had a haunty spooky experience the house that i grew up in was just like we'll we'll say it was haunted in its spare time like (laughs) not full time it was a part-time haunting (laughs) yeah just like leisurely haunting um <laughs> sounds sort of like this yeah yeah there were definitely times that i like was like there's someone else in the house but there's no one else in the house right now it was just a feeling you know like the the good old i feel like someone's watching me um always feel like somebody's watching me <laughs> yeah. oh my god um but there was one instance actually two instances where i was home alone actually i have a, a hilarious ridiculous story about this and then like the more traditional haunting one which would you <laughs> like to hear first let's go with the hilarious one first okay so i as i mentioned i had about a year that i couldn't leave my house so what my parents and I did is I homeschooled myself. We got like a digital system, which this was the uh, 
late 90s, early 2000s. So this was still pretty high tech. Anyway, I had this whole like computer system that I was using to homeschool myself. So I set myself up with that for the day. Everyone else was gone. And I hear this knocking on the side of the house. And I'm like, that's weird. What is that? I don't want to go outside because like, we've all watched Lifetime enough to know that the the (laughs) first person that goes to investigate, you know, like, I'm not about to get murdered. I don't don't know what that is. gonna go investigate the strange sound so like we had this huge picture window I went and looked and tried to see if I could see there wasn't anything out there but our fireplace our chimney was kind of in the way so I couldn't see around the whole house so like I kept looking for evidence of someone outside and the knocking would stop when I was looking and then as soon as I stopped looking it would start again I was like, what is this? Why why would someone just knock on the side of the house? This is like a weird thing even for a ghost to do. <laughs> and so after hours of this, I got so freaked out that I called my dad and was like, there's been someone just like knocking on the side of the house near where the chimney is for hours. I can't figure it out. I can't see anyone. Like, I'm freaked out. I might need you to come home. And he was like, Kitty, it's a woodpecker. We have a woodpecker. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I feel real silly about those few hours. <laughs> hey, Aldana, good to see you. Um, and so the less funny story, yeah, that, that was ridiculous. And I felt ridiculous. But it's the kind less... of adorable too. Yeah. Very wholesome. <laughs> you were haunted by Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> right. And then sure enough, I went, I finally went outside because I was like, well, I guess this woodpecker isn't about to murder me. I might as well go look at the offender that just wasted my last few hours. <laughs> so I went outside and just like stared at him for a while and was like, yep that's that's a woodpecker (laughs) (sighs) like back to social studies i guess kitty we love you just know that (laughs) it was creepy okay Um, yeah if you don't know what you're hearing it can be creepy yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay and then there was another time again i was home alone homeschooling i was in the middle of a lesson or something And, um, I knew I was home alone. I knew the doors were locked. I knew our alarm system was on. The other part of the story that makes it a little creepier is that our house was robbed a few times. We were in one of those areas. So I can't remember if this was before, after it must've been after the first time. So I was upstairs in my bedroom and I hear the very distinct sound of someone walking up the stairs. This is a house that I grew up in. I've lived there since I was five years old. And it's an old house, right? I think it was built in the 1960s or 70s. So not like old enough to make sense that it was haunted. Maybe this is why it was only a little bit haunted. (laughs) Um, You know, those like 1960s ghosts aren't as strong as those 1800s ghosts. (laughs) Yeah, They haven't been ghosts for that long. Like diet still practicing. So like I was so freaked out. I actually, my first thought was, oh my God, someone else is in our house. Like it was 
that loud and that convincing, you know what it sounds like when you've lived in a house your whole life and someone's walking up the stairs. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And I like I was freaked out enough that I locked my bedroom door and then hid in the closet for 20, 25 minutes and just sat and listened. And then I was like, okay, well, I haven't heard anything else. No one's tried to open my door. So finally I unlocked the door and went and looked around the house and nobody was home. The cats were all asleep where I had left them like also not, not big enough to make the stairs creak like that. Meanwhile, the ghost is in the closet with you like, Hey, what are we hiding? From? <laughs> right? right. Like you seem a little freaked out. Do you need anything? <laughs> <laughs> Do you need me to bring you some water? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but of course the house was empty, the doors were locked, the alarm was on, so like, I think that happened twice in the time that Mm -hmm. I lived there, and nothing like that ever happened to my parents, it was only me, (laughs) but I was also, you know... The only one that was ever like home by myself, usually. See, I'm the the type of weirdo when people are like, oh, my house is totally haunted, I'm like, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, I want to investigate that. <laughs> you got ghosties? I want to see it. It's just Tony's equipment spontaneously appears. It's like you turn <laughs> around and you're like, is this guy for serious? You turn back around, I'm like covered in equipment. <laughs> oh, Lord. Look, I'm backpacking up a mountain. I'm ready to go. <laughs> well, we're going to come to the end of our episode this time around. Thank you again so much, Kitty, for helping us out. We love the song. And we love you. Love you guys, too. Join us next week for whatever we'll be doing then. And check out our social media thingies. Yeah, all the all the social media thingies. And in the meantime, bye, bye y'all. Yeah, you know, me versus ghost the ghost is always going to win but i'm always going to be the guy who's like guess what we're going (laughs) okay but how many times have you realized like it's not a ghost actually uh it's usually about 90 percent of the time where i'm like uh that's your pipes banging Thank you.